0: Dear friends, out of love for the truth and from desire to elucidate it, the Reverend Father Martin Luther, Master of Arts in Sacred Theology, an ordinary lecturer therein at Wittenberg, intends to defend the following statements and to dispute on them in that place. Therefore he asks that those who cannot be present and dispute with him orally shall do so in their absence by letter. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. When our Lord and Master Jesus Christ said, Repent, he willed the entire life of believers to be one of repentance. These are the words which begin the 95 Theses which Martin Luther sent with a letter to Albert of Brandenburg, Archbishop of Mainz, on October the 31st, 1517, and posted on the door of All Saints Church, the Castle Church in Wittenberg. This event, of course, is considered an appropriate starting point for the Reformation, though much had preceded it and much would follow. Five years ago, 2017, we were privileged to observe the 500th anniversary of that event. And that event was literally at the beginning of a whole series of 500th anniversaries. For the Reformation was a series of debates and discussions. Of disputes and controversies, of violent uprisings and war, of martyrs and confessors, of Bibles, hymnals, catechisms, confessions of faith, and most importantly, the restoration of the gospel. This year, we are able to recognize and remember the 500th anniversary of the publication of the New Testament in German, following an intense period of translation by Martin Luther at the end of 1521 and the beginning of 1522 during his time at the Wartburg Castle. And it was in September of 1522 that this volume was published which since that day has been known as the September Testament. The Holy Gospel was literally put in the language of the people in print for them to hear and read. In the 62nd Thesis of Martin Luther's 95, he wrote, The true treasure of the church is the most holy gospel of the glory and grace of God. And on the basis of those words and the readings for today, we will consider this theme an eternal gospel. The central message of the Reformation, of course has always been about the good news of salvation, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the words of the first lesson, which is the traditional reading for Reformation Day, we hear the words of St. John in his vision in Revelation chapter 6. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim, To those who dwell on earth, to every nation, tribe, and language, and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and the springs of water. The Lutherans who use this reading from for reformation day have sometimes been accused of equating martin luther with the angel flying in heaven but note an angel is a messenger and it is the message that is of primary importance and what is the message It is literally, to gospel the eternal gospel. To proclaim good news the eternal good news. The verb is the same word as the noun. To proclaim good news. And this good news is proclaimed to every nation and tribe and language. And people. Now there is more than just an incidental connection with the Reformation. For beginning with Luther's translation and publication 500 years ago of the first, the New Testament, and then some years later the entire Bible into the German language. The word of God was given in the native language of the people of God. For you see the work of translating the scriptures spread rapidly throughout Europe and throughout the whole world. But that work continues even to this day. The work as missionaries and Bible translators work to bring the word of the gospel to people in whose language it has still not been translated. Perhaps some of you are aware, for example, of the work of the Lutheran Bible translators. I get their newsletter quite often. And the places they go and to the little groups that they are working with to make sure that the word of God is in a language that they can understand. For as St. Paul writes, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the preaching of Christ. And what is that eternal gospel? It is the preaching of the righteousness of faith through the redemption of Jesus Christ. At the time of the Reformation, this message had been clouded by the emphasis on the law, the works of righteousness necessary for salvation. Indulgences were sold as tickets out of purgatory and into heaven, people were literally told they could buy their way and the way of their loved ones into heaven. But the word of the law also profoundly affected those who heard the full meaning of the words. For by the works of the law no one is justified, declared righteous in God's sight. Since through the law comes the knowledge of sin For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, as the epistle lesson reminds us. In Luther's day, people were burdened by sin and were daily reminded of its results in death and despair. In our day and age, I think our main problem is is that no one thinks of sin any longer. Or sin is downplayed as mere incorrect conduct in life. Things that are sin are excused, or even excused or extolled, as perfectly acceptable lifestyles. The selfish, self centered, self absorbed life of so many has rejected any thought of righteousness and the holiness. Of God, So lost is our condition. But in this condition, we hear the clear announcement of the eternal gospel. St. Paul declares us, The righteousness of God has been manifested, shown forth apart from the law, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe who are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forth as the atoning sacrifice by his blood to be received by faith. There it is, the good news explained. It's a gift. We cannot earn it. We cannot work for it. We can only receive it by faith. The gift which comes through the blood of Jesus Christ, who is the sacrificial offering, the substitute, who bought us back. And because there is nothing we can do to earn it or deserve it, we can be sure of it. For the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. This message, this word, is the eternal gospel and the message of the Reformation. The gospel reading for Reformation Sunday is a reminder that the truth will set us free. The Lord Jesus calls to those who believe in him To remain in His Word, to know the truth, for the truth will set them free. Now, those who heard Jesus speaking said that they had never been slaves to anyone. So, how could they become free? Of course, they had forgotten their history. They were indeed slaves and captives, and Jesus says. Truly I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. But the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Free from the power of sin, from death, from the power of the devil. Free to live as the children of God free to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness all our days. Here again is this eternal gospel. For the truth will set you free. Picture for a moment with me Dr. Martin Luther, professor of holy scripture, seated in the dim light of a candlelit room, books spread around before him. He is meditating and struggling, praying with the words before him. He is wrestling with God and with the righteousness of God. He cannot find no peace or solace in his own works of righteousness. And then the word sets him free. The son sets him free. He who through faith is righteous shall live. And as he said, the words for him became the very gates to paradise. Now picture him again. Some years later, in another candlelit room, in seclusion, on a hill, far above the sounds of the town below in the valley. He is no longer dressed as a monk or as a professor, and his tonsure has been replaced with a bearded countenance. His attire is that of a knight, and he has been known to walk the streets of Eisenach as Ritter George, Knight George. Before him are open copies of the Greek New Testament and the Latin Bible. And he writes feverishly the words of the Gospels and the Epistles in his own language. That his countrymen may themselves read the glorious good news. And may it remain the same until the Lord returns. Because it is the message of an angel flying with an eternal gospel for every nation and language and tribe and people. The eternal gospel, proclaim freely and with joy. For if the Son has set you free, you will be free indeed. It is in Thesis 62 of the 95 The true treasure of the church is the most holy gospel of the glory and grace of God. As Luther would write in his autobiographical hymn, But God had seen my wretched state before the world's foundation, and mindful of his mercies great, he planned my soul's salvation. He turned to me a father's heart. He did not choose the easy part, but gave his dearest treasure. In Jesus' name, amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, even to life everlasting, Amen. Please rise as we confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering.
1: By faith we see the hand. Thy fathers roam the earth with the power of His promise in their hearts, of a holy city built by God's own hand, a place where peace and justice reign. Our soul's reward Till the race is finished And the work is done We'll walk by faith And not by sight By faith the prophets saw a day When the longed-for Messiah power to break the chains of sin and death, and rise triumphant from the grave. By faith the church was called to go, in the power of the Spirit to free So. Mm-hmm.
0: Let us pray for the